0: You are listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. You guys, this show was recorded in Idaho about a week and a half ago um, at the Knitting Factory. So please enjoy uh, the comedy of blah, 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 blah. What's up, Boise?
1: Get rid of the table? Yeah, okay. No, 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 guys, Boise, no, 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 guys, come on, we got through this already. We're supposed to be friends. That's right, sir. You're listening to The Dollop.
0: (laughs) This is a biracial American history podcast. Each week, I, a black gentleman, read a story from American history to my nemesis.
1: You know, these are supposed to, like, tell people what the show is. Uh, There's liberties, and then there's what you're doing. You're having luxuries. That's what you're having. Gareth Reynolds, who's not his nemesis, but has no idea what the topic is going to be about.
0: I choose my nemesis. My nemesis doesn't get to say he's not my nemesis. I choose my nemesis.
1: We drove in a car for like nine hours yesterday and together. the whole
0: time I kept saying, you're my fucking no, nemesis. No, we had
1: pleasant conversation.
0: Very pleasant. And then I would turn and I would go, this is my fucking nemesis I'm talking to.
1: <laughs> well, I can't dispute that, I suppose. <laughs> I, I wasn't there for all your asides. Your villainous window asides. I'm with my nemesis, though. (laughs) That could have happened.
0: Um, let me do this. I'm keeping time now, just because... Don't say Jesus.
1: Yeah. Why are you so upset by that? I mean, it's news to me. I'm interested, but I'm not uh, offended. Oh, Jesus.
0: Jesus fucking Christ, I didn't come here for this shit. Get to the fucking show!
1: Now he knows how long it is. Well, there goes the show.
0: The fucking asshole. I didn't come here for time watching! You fucking clown! Shall we? Yeah. December 7th, 1822. (laughs) Year of our Lord Jesus Christ. (laughs) Caleb Lyon. By the way,
1: that's twice the amount the carp got.
0: There's absolutely no way any of you know who the fuck that is. They just like the name. It's pretty good. Was born in Greig, New York, about 40 miles from Syracuse. Grew up in a prominent family. On an estate named Lionsdale.
1: Caleb Lyon Lionsdale. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I think the estate was named after the family.
0: That's right. <laughs>
1: Pay attention, guys.
0: Uh, his grandfather fought in the Battle of the Bunker Hill, of Bunker Hill, not the Bunker Hill. I, liked, you know I like
1: about. that. I like the yeah. Bunker Hill. That's respectful.
0: Uh, so, you know, they're old school. Uh... Nearby was... Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, so young Caleb went to boarding school in Montreal and then uh, graduated from a uh, university in Vermont with a degree in engineering. Okay. After school, he spent a few years traveling in Europe. Sure. Yeah. We he all want, do. Yeah. He wanted to be a writer and seemed for a while headed for that kind of life. He wrote over elaborate poetry. What? That's, how That's it was really described. something. I mean,
1: to me, like anytime I read a poem, I'm like, it's a lot of words. I mean, it really is It's a lot. <laughs> these are too elaborate. And he, Caleb, and these are not poems. These are stories. They are "You've crossed."
0: And he wrote a novel about a British expat who was captured by some Aboriginal people in Tasmania. Okay. Uh, Caleb also ha- uh, came up with a unique look. He had long hair, wore a red cravat, and a velvet coat.
1: I like. Yeah. Anytime someone's rocking a cravat, let's go. Yeah. Uh,
0: none of this was normal for the time.
1: So, okay, because it does, surely to all of us, sound very normal, right? In this really, time, uh, like yeah. the idea that you're wearing a kerchief, people are like, oh my, what is that? He's got a handkerchief around his neck. That's all I got. Okay.
0: None of this? Oh, yeah. So he pursued a career uh, of a writer for some time and went on tour lecturing. But his family was not down with the artist's lifestyle, and they pushed him to get into politics. Okay. Something rich families do. They're right. like, why are you not a senator?
1: Right. That's where the money is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Don't mean to burst the bubble on that one. Right. <laughs> They're public servants. <laughs>
0: Um, you guys have two senators. How big's your population? <laughs> so, how, <now> big's <laughs> how big's your how big's Idaho's population? A couple million? Got one point five million. That's cool. We have fifty fucking million people in two senators. <laughs> so go fuck yourself. Uh, I'm ready
1: whenever you are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so his family were Democrats Cable's father was a close friend of William Marcy, a senator and governor from New York. Uh, he was an attack dog with a political machine and he came up with the phrase To the victor belong the spoils. Nice So in the mid-40s he was Polk's secretary of By war By the way, that's pretty obvious though, isn't it? What? The like phrase? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I know the phrase, but like there's nothing super unique about what he's saying Fuckin- Whoever wins gets it all! It's like, Yeah and everyone was like, How'd you come up with that? we
0: well, are you gonna shit on him? He came up with a fucking thing, people like. Oh, you, 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 you're like, you're, This is the guy who's like, We signed cars?
1: A legacy is a legacy. <laughs>
0: Uh, so be, uh, this guy became Polk's secretary of war, which allowed him to get political appointments made. Sure. Now, the U.S. and China signed a treaty to begin diplomatic relations, and then Marcy got Caleb the job of consul stationed in Shanghai.
1: Okay, so he, has, he just wanted to be a writer, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And now his family's like, you should get into politics. He's like, I suppose. And now he's in Shanghai, like, but my life. <laughs>
0: So, Caleb headed to California, where he was to then ship off to China. But once he got to California, he was pretty not into going to China. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This makes sense. So, he turned over running the consul office to one of his deputies and joined the gold rush.
1: Wow! What a... That <laughs> deputy's like, I'm sorry? You do it. <laughs> Bye. gold! <laughs> He's running, taking his kerchief off. I'm free! Uh, that's a long trip for that deputy to take on a whim too yeah, it's like, yeah. is it cool no shit oh, my year
0: yeah it's not a great my year so Caleb uh, so Caleb he's not going to China uh, but that didn't stop him from telling everyone that he went to China
1: uh, interesting okay this is important character development I feel like <laughs> so this man's insane
0: he told everyone he worked as the consul. Uh, he said he was very busy.
1: Uh, <laughs> now, by the way, that's always the sign of someone who's full of shit. Real busy people are like, I'll get back to you. Non-busy people are like, I'm swamped. I cannot even today.
0: Uh, he also told people he fought in the Mexican War as an officer under General Scott, but sure. there were no military records that exist for Caleb Lyon. So. Well, he left him in Shanghai. Also, he he said he was in China at the same time that he was fighting in the Mexican War. That's possible. Super hard to do.
1: That's possible. You might be shooting from China that direction. You still technically are involved.
0: So Caleb was actually in the gold fields prospecting. But he did not strike it rich. And then he eventually resigned as consul in 1849.
1: Wait, no, no, no. He already did do that.
0: No, he didn't. (laughs) Yes, he did. No, he was still the consul. He just had another guy doing the work. And he was out... Getting gold That's in the a field. That's a pretty good way to handle a job. So he's getting fucking paid. Right. And another guy's doing the work. And right. he's, and he's just a terrible prospector in his part-time. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he then, possibly due to his family connections, attended the California Constitutional Convention in 1849. Okay. There he became involved in the making of the Seal of California. Wow. The Seal had a... I thought that was Jose, by the way. <laughs> The seal had the goddess Minerva, quote, having sprung full grown from the brain of Jupiter.
1: So, a little bit of acid when they're coming up with it. And then out of Jupiter's brain. I'm sorry, I'm tripping hard. I'm maybe the only one.
0: She is, she's sitting with a Roman battle helmet and spear. And there's a gold miner swinging a pickaxe in a hole. There's lots of ships on water and a bear eating grapes.
1: If bears are anything like dogs, that's not a good idea.
0: <laughs> it's been changed a bit. Now there's, the bear's not eating grapes, but it's kind of the same. So say.
1: someone eventually was so, like, that doesn't make any sense. A bear eating grapes? Like, one? No,
0: no. Well, it's literally the bear is laying down at the, the feet of, of Minerva, and he's like, I don't know. Just like eating fucking grapes. It looks really normal. Sure. It's, what grapes, it's what bears do in the wild, and grapes. <laughs> it's what they do. It's definitely what grapes do in the wild. That's how you... If you're going to fucking hunt a bear, you put out a pile of grapes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So the original design was actually done by U.S. Army Major Robert Garnett, but there was a lot of friction between the military and civil authorities, so Garnett didn't want to introduce the design at the convention. Okay. So Caleb was the... Oh, God. (laughs) This, oh no this is So different. Caleb was the convention clerk <laughs> So he introduced it as his own design
1: I did all this That's mine <laughs> And it didn't take a, as long as you think And the bear came to me That's Jupiter's brain A lot of it's really
0: good I'm really good at
1: this why, I do a lot of stuff
0: Why is the bear eating grapes?
1: Well the bear is eating grapes Because this actually happened To me I was out there in the forest one day And I saw the bear eating the grapes And Jupiter's head exploded And I was there for it, and has a brain. And I'm Caleb. And I did it all. Alone, too. Nobody helped me. Just me and my trusty kerchief. Did I mention I also live in Shanghai right now?
0: (laughs) I didn't. No, I did not know that.
1: Well, well, well. (laughs) What aren't I doing? (laughs) Lots of stuff.
0: Uh, So... So Caleb was then given $1,000 by the state of California To leave to <laughs> Go, get out, we
1: don't like your vibe, not good
0: To do some work on the seal To buy a dye and press to print it up
1: So, I mean, I don't know where this is going But as far as things you have to do, this is a pretty easy task
0: He fucked it up I <laughs> know. I knew he bought a type of dye and press that were too shallow <laughs> and weak to print the seal. That's, that's dude. But still, after all this, he got credit for the original Seal of California design. Okay. And, and but didn't But after a while, people started to catch on. On February 19th, 1850, the Daily Alta newspaper wrote, Caleb, quote, received his money out of the civil fund and is now conveying it to the Sylvan Retreats of Linesdale. Although he had no right or title to the honor of either designing or executing the seal more than that of the king of Tartary.
1: (laughs) Wow. this. All right. Easy. Talk about elaborate poetry. (laughs) Word police.
0: So now this is being written about the paper. Caleb was like, oh, I should go back to New York. (laughs) Right, okay, right So he goes back to New York And even though he'd been a consul Under, well, sort of Under the Democratic Uh, administration To be fair, not even sort of Not at all (laughs) But he now decided he was going to be a Whig Okay And this was right as the Whigs were dividing And basically dissolving So then he became an independent And with his family connections He got himself elected to the New York legislature Okay Um, And then he got upset Because he wanted to make the Erie Canal wider But nobody else did So he resigned
1: Well, that's a hill to die on, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Please, please. I don't know how. I'm done. I'm out of here. I can't. In 1851, he served in the state senate, and then he was elected to the U.S. Congress, still as an independent. Uh, He serves one term. James Haddock wrote that Caleb was known, quote, by always appearing with a flaming necktie (laughs) and curiously grotesque clothes. (laughs) All right. Hot vibe. And that he had a persuasive and flattering tongue, which at times served him in the absence of sincerity and ability. <laughs> so he's a sociopath. He's a velvet it's not, sociopath. It's not a great description. <laughs> right. But he looks good. Yeah, well,
1: does he? I mean, well, they're like saying his look is puzzling. <laughs> he sounds like a Batman villain. <laughs>
0: So Caleb is living on family money, and he gives speeches when he can. He's a very gifted speaker. <laughs> about out of what? what are well, speeches? about writing. Out of comes. Or, you know, he's an ex, ex-politician now. Right. Uh, he began looking for a job with some prestige, something with a title that paid well but didn't involve a lot of work. Okay. And then he became a Republican. Uh, and then disaster struck, and uh, the Lionsdale Estate burned to the ground in Jesus. 1860. Okay. So Caleb moved to Staten Island. Okay. So now, being a Republican, he made alliances with people in the Lincoln administration, and then waited for another sweet diplomatic appointment. Right. But nothing came. <laughs> yeah. He applied to be the minister of Bolivia.
1: How, I mean, look. How do you not get it? I mean, that was like
0: so niche. But instead, another job opened up. Oh, no. The governor of the Idaho Territory. So just, you can now be the governor. Mm -hmm. At that point, uh, well, so in 1863, Lincoln signed the Organic Act, which made it a territory. And at that point, the territory was larger than Texas. Okay. The name Idaho was first suggested in 1859 uh, when miners in Pikes Peak voted to call their area Jefferson Territory, but they soon learned it was frowned upon to name a territory after a president, so they debated a bunch of names and all agreed that Idaho was the best name. Did Idaho... George Milling said it was a native word that meant gem of the mountains. Okay, all right. But just before the Senate officially voted to name it Idaho, they learned it was not at all a Native American word. So it's safe to say...
1: Idaho's like the college girl who goes to get like the like Asian themed writing on her arm that means be peaceful forever. And it's like, no. 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 No, no. It means clean toilet. Uh what?
0: Why? What? <laughs> what? It's better than dirty toilet. Yeah, it's true.
1: I got that one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I asked for it. <laughs> Uh, so, so they find out it doesn't mean that, and just before the Senate officially voted to name it Idaho, they learned it's not a Native American word. So they named the territory after the local river, Colorado. But after that, Idaho was still used used by for to name different cities and places around, around the like West. as a placeholder, yeah. People like we it.
1: don't know what we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it Idaho for it's like Junior. We're just calling him Junior for now.
0: One of those places was Idaho County of the Washington Territory. <laughs> I'm a little confused, but okay. So finally in 1863 the territory of Idaho was created out of that county, and everyone to this day still pretends that Idaho is a native word for gem of the mountains when it actually actually means absolutely fucking nothing.
1: But you had a fun trip in Thailand, didn't you? <laughs> uh,
0: so Idaho territory did not have much say in running its affairs. The president appointed the governors, the secretaries, justices, most other territorial officials. The Senate would confirm them. Uh, so the governor's salary was $2,500 a year. Okay. Which was really low for most men who were competent and could do a good job.
1: Yeah. But Caleb was like, yee
0: well, the people of Idaho were always happy. Uh, were were always happy to have someone appointed from the West Coast, like California, that went away, but <laughs> did not like Easterners. They were immediately called carpetbaggers. Uh, also, most of the Idaho legislature were Democrats, and the appointed positions were Republicans. Okay. So Lincoln gave the first Idaho governorship to his buddy William M- Wallace. Okay Not that one
1: Well I was just about to no, say he died
0: I'm on rental <laughs> uh, It took him four months to get to the territory He began serving in March 1863 And he named Lewiston Is it Lewiston or town? Lewiston <coughs> He named Lewiston as the temporary capital of the territory Sir well, It worked out Still pissed Well, he did that because that was the only city in Idaho that was reachable by a wagon and had a post office.
1: Well, then that's a fair capital. That's like, I mean, maybe that, do we need capitals anymore? You don't really need a capital. Well,
0: you right? the Back then building. you did. It was
1: where the bartender in the wagon could get to. <laughs> it's like, that's the capital. Why? Because we can go there. The rest of it can't be. We haven't seen it. We can't get
0: there. Other cities were bigger but could only be reached by pack mule.
1: Well, yeah, you don't want to pack mule it to the Capitol. I've always said that.
0: Uh, so William Wallace then ran and got elected as Idaho's lone congressional delegate, thinking he could do more to lobby for the, the territory, and okay. he bailed in January 1864. Okay. Uh, he served as governor for a total of nine months. Okay. The congressional job paid $4,500 more. Okay, so. so farewell. So Caleb Lyon is then given so, the governorship. Okay. <laughs>
1: Dave, I got a really good feeling. I feel like <laughs> if we've learned anything about his experience, this guy's ready for the job. <laughs> what hasn't he done? All the things. But what...
0: He headed out to uh, Idaho Territory in 1864. He shipped a lot of his belongings ahead of him. After all the stuff arrived, he said the Department of the Interior was supposed to pay, and the Department of the Interior was like, no, we're not going to pay that. So neither paid, and Wells Fargo got stuck with the bill. Well, It's okay. It's okay.
1: Yeah. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, we got one over him back then.
0: Meanwhile, uh, okay, so Caleb arrives in uh, Boise on uh, August 8th, 1864. He was immediately met by a group of Boise delegation members who wanted Boise to be the capital instead of Lewiston. So he's suddenly in the middle of a heated disagreement of where the capital should be.
1: And he doesn't know how to handle anything. No. He He has no expertise on anything.
0: And he doesn't want to. He's like, I just want to not Uh, do stuff. Yeah. Uh, the mining camps of Idaho Territory were divided into three areas, separated by massive mountain ranges, and the Clearwater Salmon River mines, the Boise, Hawaii. That region. was like
1: when a baby takes its first steps. You were so. You well, even. Huh. I asked
0: my cousin how to say it. He told me, and then I forgot. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and the upper area that would become M- M- uh, Montana less than a year later. So it's the three. It's regions, actually Montana, right? but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so no matter what any governor tries to do, at least half the state's going to be pissed off at him. So Lewiston had been the main city when gold rushes were around. Pierce and Florence were on, but now they're over, and Lewiston is on its way down. Okay. It once had ten thousand people. It's now down to about a thousand. Okay. Yeah. So risk of like becoming a ghost town. So. Gold had been discovered in Boise And now that was where everyone's flocking Okay So Warren had made Lewiston the capital As I said And the man left in charge When Warren left Was Territorial Secretary W.D. Daniels Who called Lewiston, quote For want of a sufficiently strong And cultivated intellect (laughs) So he's like, you're too stupid for Yes He's like, Lewiston is full of fucking idiots (laughs) And we're not. That can't be the thing. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but still, he couldn't, he couldn't choose a site for the Capitol. And also, Lewiston technically wasn't in Idaho territory. There's a lot of problems with Lewiston so far, right? It was still, it was in the Nez Perce Reservation. Okay. So more importantly, Caleb didn't seem to give a shit. When he took the job, he may have thought it would be very similar to Colorado, but Idaho was much rougher. Cities like Lewiston were just shacks and tents that provide basic services to minors. And Caleb saw himself as an East Coast intellectual and a man of poetry.
1: Wait, 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 Dave. You just moments ago described the, like, if you're from the East Coast, if you're him, they're like, get out of here. Yeah. Okay.
0: But he's also like he's a, he. I mean, he's technically what was called a dandy back then. Like he's a fancy man. Yeah. And they're all like fucking chewing on rocks. And it's shit like when and y- it's like
1: it's a lot like yesterday when we went to the Harley Davidson place. The charger right. electric car. That's right.
0: It's exactly like that. It is 100% like that. And we were and just the standing looks there We're the same like, and when the Harley guys came out and laughed at us, like all you the know same.
1: you know someone is so confident mocking you when they'll point and you're looking at them like those guys you're like <laughs> dude can you be like subtle? We know you're talking shit. Can you Those assholes. <laughs> what?
0: Uh now, Idaho's all rough cowboy and minor types. Kibbs C- clearly not one of them. He wore clean linen. He took daily baths.
1: <laughs> this is great.
0: <laughs> he wore dress suits and once attended a society event in a shallow tail coat.
1: <laughs> sir, <laughs> sir, of all the things to lose your shit over, <laughs> short tails in the summer? Yeah, I, Only a time traveler can have that reaction to what was just said.
0: What? <laughs> and William McConnell reported that Caleb wore suspenders. Oh, boy. That's a...
1: Oh, someone's better than the belt. Someone fancies themselves better than the elastic.
0: Uh... And then they're also all all Democrats, and they hate Republicans. It was probably
1: because he was, like, fancy, so people would pull his, like, they pants him in the street a lot, so he started to wear suspenders. I hope so.
0: Ooh, nice try.
1: No, no, no. Not on my watch. Nice try. Pop back up. Doop. Just a pixie.
0: Caleb also told them he wanted to be called Caleb Lion of Lionsdale. Ah! Do do you mind? (laughs) Of
1: Lionsdale. I know it's long, but I'm fancy.
0: But instead, locals started calling him of Dale.
1: Uh, If that gets back to him, you know he's... Sorry, gents, don't mean to be this guy, (laughs) but um, I think there's been a miscommunicado <laughs> I wanted to be called Caleb Lyons of Lionsdale. and I've heard you're calling me something so different no, not upset, not upset just Caleb Dale yes, that's the one <laughs> mm. I feel like you know what I want to be called
0: Yeah, Kayla Dale. I'm gonna pull your pants down. No, nice
1: try. One step ahead of you. See Ah.
0: if you got a cock and ball. Oh dear.
1: I do. They're just under many pairs of undergarments.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, money from Washington was not making its way into the Idaho territory That's because good. Idaho had been established on the last day of the congressional session, so no money had been appropriated.
1: I'm glad to hear that Congress has always been like this, where you're just like, <laughs> wait, what? It's like, we can't, because it's done. You're like, what is your job? Can you do it? No, honestly, no. We're incapable.
0: So taxes are kind of impossible to collect. No land patents have been granted, so there's no property tax. So, Idaho Territory taxed, quote, alien miners $4 a month. This was just basically a tax applied to Chinese people. Oh, did you guys know that sometimes you're racist? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that was also a deterrent to try to
1: keep Chinese people from moving to Idaho. Oh, that's nice. It's always nice when your racism kind of has two effects.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also, any money that they got was hard to deal with because there were no actual banks in Idaho. I mean, what? The banking system was, quote, informal at best. Informal? Yeah, so it's like a guy named Lou. Yeah. I'll hold your money. All right. You want to be
1: a banker? Okay. All right, you're in charge.
0: Uh, Caleb wrote to Washington, quote, I commence the administration of this department under the difficulties of the greatest description. There's also really no code of law at this point. So what is it? <laughs> All I know is what it isn't. It just
1: sounds like land.
0: Kind of. Okay. Mean, I so can handle it. Daniels had tried to adopt laws, but they were repealed. So technically, murder was not even illegal. Oh,
1: God! <laughs> Jesus. It's not... Don't cheer that hard for that. Murder. <laughs> what? What? Imagine living where murder was legal. Well, that's a shame. All my friends are dead. That's tough. <laughs> I'm going to so, go kill him. I'm sick of this. I'm going to kill him. Because I can. You can.
0: Yeah. It's you know, totally cool. It's totally cool. Hit, your, hit him with a fucking rock in the head a bunch of times. I killed
1: him. Well, off to bed. That's everything.
0: So vigilante gangs became huge. In the Lewiston area, they hanged 24 criminals within a span of a few months, including Club Clubfoot Land... So it, is that a that's like name. a club?
1: Oh, that's a man.
0: Club Land?
1: Why does he sound like an amusement park for the one-footed? I don't know. I don't know. Come on down to Club Footland. We got roller coasters you can fit in.
0: Uh, red. They killed Red. Spanish Frank. Spanish Frank went down. Yeah. Dutch Dutch John. And Whiskey
1: Bill. Whiskey Bill. He actually put himself into the apparatus. He was, (laughs) I'm ready to go. I'm sick of this.
0: You guys are going to have fun.
1: Oh, this guy. (laughs) I can't breathe. We haven't got you on the thing yet, you idiot. I'm dying.
0: So the government's lacking because most positions are vacant. There's no money to pay anyone. Filling vacancies is almost impossible. Also, because there's no money, Caleb is not being paid. Okay. (laughs) But Caleb did try to stop the violence that was occurring in southern Idaho. He did? Yes. Yes, okay. Between the Shoshone tribes and settlers. Okay. He managed to negotiate a treaty which diffused the situation for a while. The treaty called for 23 Native American leaders to give up 30 miles of land along the Boise River and called for the leaders uh, to turn over criminals they captured to U.S. Lama. It also finally put Lewiston in Idaho. Finally, the state capitals arrived. (laughs) In return, the tribes got a reservation along the river with the same fishing rights as settlers. And then later on, we'll take that away. In the end... (sighs) And then the conflict between the Shoshone and settlers continued. At one point during the negotiations, Caleb wrote a letter to the U.S. Interior Secretary in which he discussed a tract of land that was designated to be under Native American control. It apparently had a lot of valuable mineral minerals on it, and Caleb asked the Interior Secretary if that piece of land could be left out of the negotiations so he and the Interior Secretary could buy it together. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. Uh, the interior secretary didn't respond <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> Okay <laughs> Unfortunately, the agreed upon treaty Didn't get much more backing From Caleb after it was signed And the National Indian Commissioner Concluded it was not written properly And then it was never ratified by Congress So so what is it? It's, it's just like nothing. a promise agreement? Yeah, then it would just turn out to be shit okay. So Lewiston is still not part of Idaho Okay, great, so close <laughs> During the negotiations, Caleb stayed in a while for Boise. Uh, At first, he tried to stay above the fight of where the capital should be.
1: Right. As governor, who would want to dip your toe in that?
0: (laughs) Historian Leonard Arrington wrote, quote, he tried to placate everyone by giving speeches on his experiences in the Holy Land.
1: So, saying so much while saying nothing. Also, he's never been to the Holy Land. I bought his bullshit for a second. I was like, look, it's a great story. But no, he doesn't have one. <laughs> uh,
0: but Boise was now the territory's largest city and fi- by far most people in Idaho lived in the south. And also Caleb became friends with a guy named Henry Riggs, who owned a yeah? Who owned a bunch of land that would become Boise. Okay. Now Riggs and Caleb went to Lewiston together and that made everyone in Lewiston think that Caleb had promised to switch the capital to Boise. Sure. And Riggs happened to, be a, uh, happened to have been a Democratic representative who had once introduced a bill to move the capital to Boise. Okay. He had also named his son Boise. Okay. Last one's real egregious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So uh, It's like the secret. So the next session after the 1863 vote to discuss the move of the Capitol was November 14th, 1864. And the Boise delegation managed to push the bill through. Caleb signed a quote without hesitation. Okay. And Lewiston went, bug fuck. <laughs> there was concern that violence would break out. They threatened to split off from the North and join the Washington Territory. Okay. And, and Boise responded by saying that Lewiston was shit and no one was living there anymore. <laughs> so the Northerners sued, saying the legislature should have, to have, should have met in January since they waited until November. The bill's not valid. Okay. Uh, but there's no Supreme Court. <laughs> Sure. So it went to a probate judge in Lewiston who said the Lewiston guys were right, because he's from Lewiston. Weird. And then he locked up and ordered that the territorial seal and archives could not be removed, and he had them guarded by six armed guys.
1: So he's like, Lewiston is going to be the capital forever, unless you kill these men. That's right. Right. Okay.
0: (laughs) He said anyone who tried to remove them would be arrested, uh, and then... Lewison uh, got uh, the judge to either put Caleb under house arrest, or just uh, or just some legal injunction against him, saying everything you're doing is illegal. <laughs> so he would. Uh, so he Caleb, got like a personality cease and desist. Caleb is now under threat. Now Caleb doesn't really give a fuck about anything. He's like, I just want to hang out. <laughs> I want a nice job. <laughs> Uh, so he told some people he was going duck hunting. And then he, uh, he, he basically walked six miles and then caught, uh, caught a ride across the Snake River and went into Washington where he, a stagecoach is waiting for him. And he went to Walla Walla. <laughs> wait, wait. He bailed. He bailed. Completely? The governor ran away. Completely? Yeah, the governor, the governor literally was like, "I'm leaving." Wait, wait, forever? Well, we'll see how the story goes. But right now, he's gone. <laughs> he fucking <laughs> the left. Governor is missing. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's a first.
1: I find, I'm charmed by it. Honestly, I like it. I feel like I'd vote for that guy. I'd be like, that guy gets it. He knows what it's like to be totally overwhelmed and not know what to do. I'm done. Just swimming
0: I'm sorry (laughs) My rags (laughs) So the governor of Idaho territory is AWOL (laughs) Okay The the next highest ranking federally appointed politician Was Territorial Secretary Clinton DeWitt Smith So he goes well now I am acting governor Right Because the governor Because the governor ran Ran away Governor's M.I.A. Uh, and then he wants to make Boise the capital. Okay. So he, gets, he goes to uh, a fort, gets a bunch of soldiers, and goes to Lewiston. Oh, Jesus. Uh, where the six guys are like, oh, I don't want to fight Hey, army.
1: right here, I think this is what you're looking for. If there's anything else you guys need, honestly, let us know. We love Boise. It's a great place. I love it over there. This is a shithole. This is an, honestly a shit pit.
0: so they break in and they take the territorial seal this is, more the state, state capitals should be do, picked out like this but do you remember this is the same shit that happened in Texas they fought over yeah. a bunch of papers and a seal right it, yeah right like, and it just kept getting just moved just say you're the fucking yeah. capo you no. know. we've got the capital magnet it's like, like it's, it's just fucking crazy
1: Nicholas Cage in National Treasure Boise <laughs> Absolutely, it has to be Boise. There's no other option. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> Nicholas Cage's grandpa. <laughs> grandpa Cage. I'm so proud of my son Nicholas.
0: <sighs> what about, is there an English danger field around? <laughs> well, mate,
1: I tell you, I tell you, mate. <laughs>
0: What about an Italian Travolta? Stop! What are you doing? Is, is there an Italian Travolta? Uh, no, I'm not your little monkey, and I've already
1: told you that one I can't do. No. I've failed at it. Do it. Oh, man. It's, um... Hey, listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, it's like we're living in Italia. <laughs> uh, I just I want that to be my life. It's just trying to combine <laughs> accents and celebrities forever.
0: <laughs> oh God. Uh, so, so they take the territorial seal. He 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 stuffs as many of the archive papers he can fit into fit into his saddlebags. Sure. And then they head for uh, Boise. Okay. Uh, after 16 days on the road, they arrive in. Jesus Christ! Uh, I didn't think it was that far. Yeah, well, you know, it's a horse or whatever you're on. It's pretty far. Yeah, by car, I'm sure it's shorter. Yeah, by horse, it's but by horse, way far. You got how many of you guys have ridden a horse from uh, Lisbon <laughs> to Boise? How great
1: would it be if on Google Maps there was a horse thing where you're like, how long by horse? <laughs> oh, it's not so bad. If I can get over those edges, that won't be hard.
0: Um, and, he, and they arrived in Boise on uh, April 14th, 1865, the day Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. Uh. Hey!
1: Stop what you're talking about, we have the most important thing. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Fucking actors.
0: So, uh, Smith made a short speech on the balcony of the Overland Hotel. A large crowd of Boise residents cheered him, quote, I feel welcome now, for it seems to me that I have got among my friends. It is the first time I have felt so since I arrived in the territory. What are you, six? He then said he was really tired and went to sleep you got to be really tired
1: to end your speech with it. I'm very tired. Good night. I'll be going to sleep immediately.
0: <laughs> now, because of... I'm
1: li- going to take a piss before I go to bed. That's, I forgot to mention that part. Sorry, everybody. As you are. I'm also, terrible about Abraham Lincoln. Just so tragic. Uh, but uh, I don't think I'm going to lose any winks over it. <laughs> I'll be in the master. i got to go this way. I'm sorry. I was going the wrong way. I got
0: the seal. Yeah. He got, his brains came out, but I'm like, look what I got. Who's the winner? Me. Anyway, I'm tired. Yeah. I need a nap. Probably gonna take a bath. You Where? guys can stick around for the bath if you want. I'm gonna wear my robe around, open.
1: Idaho style. <laughs>
0: it's actually uh, the preferred Travolta method. Uh, So because the president got assassinated, there wasn't a lot of press about the taking of the seal. It really is bad timing. Yeah. They're the real victims. Now, Smith continued on acting as governor uh, for a while. People in (coughs) Lewiston now called him a, quote, buffoon and drunkard. Sure. But Caleb
1: is still just in the woods somewhere? (laughs) He's gone?
0: He's kicking it in Walla Walla.
1: Just, it feels like he went to Burning
0: Man. <laughs> God, that would be amazing if he started Burning He would man. fit right in at Burning yeah, Man. Oh, totally.
1: Hey, man, is this your eighth trip? What is this? I'm lost. Ho-ho. So you just wear the ascot. That's oh. right.
0: And my suspenders. <laughs> in August, August 14th, uh, 1865, Smith went to inspect the quartz, mine, quartz mines at Rocky Bar. And then with some minors he got super shit faced and died during a game of chess. You definitely called
1: checkmate at that point. That's <laughs> de- without question. He looked at camera, checkmate. So that he was a drunk. He got so dr- Yeah. By the way, how bad must he have been at chess? He got so drunk he died. You're probably not like,
0: wait, which way does the horsey move?
1: (laughs) Horsey's pretty. This is my king. I'm gonna just kiss him. I feel bad for the pawns. They're just gonna sacrifice themselves. Isn't that wild? Rook. (laughs) <laughs> <Rock>. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> oh. <laughs> I miss Kathleen. <laughs> So, why are you like Al Gore during the debate right now prick
0: at least I'm not biting with my teeth falling out <laughs>
1: we've got the best health care in the, my, my teeth my mouth's out my mouth has fallen out of my head my mouth is out of my head my mouth is fully out of my head
0: my eye's exploding. My mouth is out of my head.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: so Smith's obituary in the Walla Walla Statement said he was buried on the spot. He died, uh, quote, with the usual manifestation of mourning. He'd been governor for nine months, so now don't. Idaho- is, is there,
1: like, a curse? It's like- <laughs>
0: the curse
1: of Idaho territory. Nine, every nine months, it's, it's just like pregnancies.
0: So... So now Idaho Territory had no uh, federally appointed leadership. Great. Uh, it went on the way for a while. <laughs> Wallace, though, had talked Lincoln before Lincoln got shot. He had talked Lincoln in a Well, Rio. of course. Yeah. I mean, after, like, Abe,
1: after. Abe, here's the pitch. And I know this is a bad time for you and for Mary. My heart goes out to both of you. Here's the deal. <laughs> it's called money, Abraham. And we can make tons of it. His weekend at Burning's him. <laughs> Come on Abe Come on Just sign the thing Just sign it Abe Sign it Uh,
0: So he had talked Lincoln into Reappointing him As governor But then Lincoln Was killed And uh, That changes things Caleb's buddies In D.C. Thwarted Wallace's return Okay So, So Because Lyon Still wanted To be governor Even though He was in Walla Walla Well That's just not How it works
1: I guess if you're him I mean Why wouldn't you Think that Right?
0: He wants them, I think he wants the money. Yeah, okay. Uh, So at this point, there was an ex San Francisco bartender named Horace Gilson. Is Horace Gilson about to become the governor? He had been doing some minor clerical work for Smith, so he decided he should be in charge. (laughs) And he declared himself governor. This is like an NBC pilot. And there was nothing to justify his declaration. He just did it, and no one stopped him. Well, yeah, because this is the l-
1: beauty of living in a lawless vacuum. You could just be like, "I'm the governor." Yes, okay, yes, 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 yeah, yeah, my friend for sure. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Waiting for a glare of some kind, and nothing.
0: So one of the first things Gibson uh, Gilson did was to go through Smith's financial records and cut deals with people. To get more money. Sure. Okay. Wait uh, for him? For well, for the state. Okay. And then he found out about thirty-three thousand dollars that was supposed to go to the Idaho Territorial Treasury. It was waiting in Oregon City, Oregon, and had to be transported to Idaho. Sure. He declared he would go and pick it up. Okay. And he did. And, and then-, then he and then he got on a ship to Hong Kong. God damn it, what? <laughs>
1: So Idaho's governor is the dad who went out for cigarettes every time? I mean, how do you, like, (laughs) how do you get into another governorship relationship? We've been hurt before. I'm the good guy. Yeah, right. (laughs) We're not seeing governors right now.
0: We're taking some us time. So Caleb had been gone for 11 months. <laughs> Two governors, too. And uh, he, then he shows up in Boise. Hello! Hi! Hey! hey.
1: Oh, Walla Walla was unbelievable, believable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he said he he was still governor and intended to serve out his term. And everyone's like, "What fuck you?" <laughs> But they just let a random clerk do
1: it, so they're like, all right. <laughs> well, yeah, they're like, it can't be worse than the guy who was a governor for one day and took $33,000 to China.
0: Uh, so he was still governor, so he just got to go away for 11 months and come back. and quite, like, a, right. quite a trip. Uh, so it turns out the reason he came back was because Idaho Territory was about to become a state, and that meant the state could send two senators to D.C., which is a great title and a pay raise. So he's going to run for senator. So he comes back to be the governor
1: because he knows it's going to be a state, and then he can make more money to be the senator. Yeah, this is a good representative for sure. This guy's good.
0: Uh, He started cozying up to local Democrats. Not everyone was thrilled. A newspaper called him, quote, a revolving light on the coast of Scamptum."
1: Just Again, th- it's beautiful, but let's get to what it is.
0: Yeah, just call him a dickhead. Yeah, just be like, this guy's a dickhead. Uh. Uh, so, wait, where was I? Oh. Boise. So, uh, Caleb then then claimed that a prospector had found diamonds in Hawaii uh, County, which is out like deserty kind of area, right? Sure. And this led to a massive diamond rush. Okay. As people all flock there to find diamonds. Sure. Hundreds of claims were staked.
1: And the, he, he just, he said this with... He made it up. Okay, sure. Right. There's no diamonds. Right. He just said there's a bunch of diamonds in the sand.
0: Yeah, so all these people flock there and just start digging. And he's yeah. like, I don't know. It's just... I just, sometimes I say stuff. Yeah. I'm crazy. <laughs> Now, the situation in uh, Washington, D.C. was not helping Caleb's future outlook. With Lincoln dead and Democrat Andrew Johnson as president, Democrats were in control of appointing positions in the territory, and they didn't think much of Caleb. I wonder why. I don't know. There's no reason so far to not have faith Thank in this you, man. Uh, the rumor was Caleb was going to be replaced by a Democrat named David Ballard. So, is that really? <laughs> is someone really not happy with David Ballard?
1: You, know, you should have voted then
0: Seriously You can't complain if you vote yeah. You know, third party or whatever
1: Yeah Fall in love now Fall in line in November That's right What we're saying is vote Trump Two keys are not getting turned on that endorsement well, you're still waiting for Trump Jr. Well, I think Barron would be better. I'm waiting for him to throw his hat in the ring. I really, that's what I want What about Melania? She She'd would be, be an ranked. awesome president. Yeah.
0: Hand-holding
1: if you don't want it is illegal. <laughs> no more pooping in bed.
0: Oh, that would be so mean to do to Trump if you couldn't poop in bed. <laughs> So, so Caleb decides to go to leave again. What is the deal? <laughs> <laughs> but before that, in 1865, violence flares up between the Shoshone's and other tribes again. So okay. they start fighting again. So once again, he negotiates a treaty. Uh, well, so he, once so again, is, I mean... This is sort of the only really good thing he did... But uh, he didn't even really do it. The well, first he time. negotiated. He did. He negotiated a settlement okay. first, but, but it didn't he last. Didn't, he didn't, well, they didn't do it. anything. He didn't write it up right, and then he well, left. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. But he did negotiations, and everyone agreed on stuff. Okay. So, so he did that again. He he went, and there's negotiations. Again, didn't write it up right. It was never ratified by Congress. <laughs> so what is he doing? What is he doing? <laughs> he's getting everyone. It's like he's getting around a table and everyone's like, yeah, let's do that. All, like, right. All right. Well, I, mean, I think that's the end of everything. Should be done now. I'm going to Walla Walla. It's Burning Man. <laughs> uh, but, but even though it was never ratified by Congress, uh, the signing of the treaty was commemorated with a painting. <laughs> So they have a painting. Well, a painting of a failure? <laughs> well, they have a painting of something that never really happened. We're putting it in the hall of almosts. It's the... The hall most. Uh But one positive thing that started happening was money started coming in from D.C. Particularly to give uh, the disputed settlements with the tribes. So it's money for tribes. Okay. Over these disputed territories. Okay. Or what it... I think a lot of people call stolen land. It's funny. (laughs) It's a weird way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, so there are a bunch of people, like if you're living in a house and then a bunch of people move in Uh and they're like, you have to live in the backyard now. Uh Here's some money. That's kind of stealing your house.
1: Well, uh, (laughs) I take issue with that fella. (laughs) I guess it begs the question, if you take something from someone is it stealing? <laughs> I think it's fair. I, I don't know if it's fair. It's a no, fair question. It's not a fair question. It's one of those tree falling in the woods sort of, hmm. it's not, I don't know the answer. Nobody does. It's not. It, no, everybody knows the answer. Nobody will. It. The jury's still out. We can never be sure. It's actual, And that's what's crazy. We'll never know. We'll never know. That's what drives some of us crazy. to just have closure would be nice even if it was upsetting news let me know I'd love to deal with it I'll cope but instead we have no definitive answer on what happened we don't know so we stole it yeah just it's exactly it's hard to put it into a sentence By the way, I'll live in your backyard for money if that's what this is about. I don't mind. You put a dish out there twice a day, I'm
0: happy. You don't... Number one, I have two dogs. You got a third. But... Number... Number two, you don't... It's not the same analogy. You don't live in my house now. So if you, if you just came and live in my I'm backyard... I'm just asking
1: how much to live in your yard. <laughs> Can we stop beating around the bush? Plus, I get a hose shower once well, a week, and you got to hold it. And I ain't talking about the hose. What?
0: No, I'm not. I gotta water the lawn somehow. Wink, wink. Come no on. wink. No winks. No hose. No none of it. You're not in my backyard. I'm gonna email your wife. What the fuck does that mean?
1: I'd like a definitive answer on this, and I'm not getting one. No, no. Jury's out again. <laughs> we'll never know. That's what's frustrating about this too.
0: So. Part of the governor's job was to oversee the delivery of money and supplies to the tribes.
1: Well, this might be an issue.
0: What is not part of the governor's job was to go and pick up the money himself and transport it. Well, we just had a governor who did that. <laughs> I mean, really quickly had one. So, so word had come that Caleb was going to be replaced by this guy, Ballard. So, Caleb goes to the Territory, the Territorial Indian Affairs Office, and asks for all the money that was there that was supposed to be given to the Nez Pierce. Okay. And Caleb told the clerk he was going to deliver it personally. Sure. Just how governors do. Yep, yep. Just like just here's your money. Yep. I did it myself instead of having, you know, normal people do it, mm-hmm. whose job it would be.
1: Yep. No, nope, I'll just hand deliver it. Uh, and the clerk thought that was weird. Good, finally, someone who's like, what?
0: <laughs> no. And he said, now that Ballard's been appointed, this should wait until he arrives, and Great. he'll do it. Great. And, Cal- uh, and uh, Caleb said, uh, who knows when Ballard will get here? They need the money. Clerk, we're and they went back and you. forth, and finally Caleb got the money. Great. A foolish clerk. You're nothing but a footnote now. A few days later, Caleb left Boise uh, for the last time and went to San Francisco.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Does that mean he's not
0: coming back? Is he?
1: Okay. (laughs) This dude is a deadbeat governor. Uh, There he had a great time. Let me guess he shows up once a summer with a football for Boise, right? Huh? (laughs) pig Pigskin around? How's your mom? I I know I ain't Uh, been the best to you, (laughs) but life's complex. That's what your old man's learned. uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to do an impression of your father.
0: My father, my dearest father, is no longer with us.
1: Can we have a (laughs) moment? By the way, that's the same carp contingent.
0: <laughs> Yay. Oh, uh, that was amazing. <laughs> Yay. Oh, you guys have been listening and reading my tweets or whatever. So... So he goes to San Francisco. He's just fucking partying. He's going to fancy dinners. He's drinking. He's having a good time. Finally, the job he was suited for. In the spring of uh, 1867, he goes back to New York. Okay. Uh, now, because he had left just before Ballot arrived, Democrats thought that was a little suspicious. Yeah. So, now, now does
1: he have the money? Yeah. He just... He's, this dude is unbelievable. <laughs> like, you need suspenders when your balls are this big.
0: <laughs> yes, he's got the. That's what he was doing in San Francisco. He's just fucking partying with his dough. Just
1: partying. What? He's just living.
0: Yeah, yes. he's living the fucking high life. He's got a bunch of money. <laughs> he's
1: just like dumb and dumbering in San Francisco. He's yeah. like, nah. Uh, mm. <laughs> what did we
0: do last night? Mm-hmm. So, because he bailed right when he bailed, the, the Democrats start looking to his activity in Idaho. <laughs> well, they're not going to like what they find. <laughs> now, Oregon Senator James Nesmith had started investigating Caleb's administration in late 1865. So, he was way ahead of this. Sure. And he learned the Idaho tribes were not receiving money they were promised. Okay. So he doubled his efforts because he knew the money had been sent from the federal government to the Idaho Indians office. So he knew that the money should be there. Sure. One of the reasons Ballard had been appointed was because of Nesmith. He wanted Ballard out there looking through the books. So Ballard starts looking through the books. Uh Uh-huh. When he gets to Idaho. And he found close to $50,000 missing. Okay, yes.
1: Well, yes, we know exactly where it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's up Caleb's nose.
0: And then Ballard had a detailed audit. It's great that his last name is Lion.
1: (laughs) I don't get it. It's a really simple joke. I don't get it. Thank you, sir, for looking down with shame and clapping. I don't
0: know. I don't understand what he's saying. Lion. Like, rawr. Roar. Like it's like a l y i n g, like lying. Yeah, like, Roar. like lying, like when you. That's how you spell lion. That's an, an African lion. An, an African lion. No, lying. Lying, lying. 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 like an African lion. Like the fucking verb, lying. Lying, like an African. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly, yeah, him. It's a verb. I don't want the audience telling me what. Kind of words we're using up here. I'm pretty aware of what a fucking lion is, and they're in Africa, and they eat. No, no, we met halfway. It's good. Thank you for your help,
1: though, sir. We got it. I'm gonna, it came to an understanding. I'm gonna
0: break your other leg.
1: What? <laughs> for those of you listening, this man has no broken legs, so I don't know what Dave's talking about. He's got crutches. I don't see anything. Is your crutches? No, no we Yeah, he's looking at him. Oh, he's someone got, else's crutches. He's got cast strength, dude. Cast yeah, is like got, having. Yeah, look at that. He's got a crutch. Yeah. Well, now that's, that's a threat. Yeah. <laughs> that's a really weird threat. I have problems getting out of here. I will show you. You will catch me easily. But I will not be able to keep up with you. Checkmate.
0: So they did a detailed audit. <laughs> they don't need to, really? Well, They're they just, did. I mean. they, they wanted the exact amount. Okay. And it turns out Caleb Lyon of Lionsdale had embezzled $46,418, most of it intended for tribes. But Caleb was now back in Staten Island. Sure. Uh, he was questioned and first said he had never seen the money. Interesting start. Uh, federal officials did not take that as an explanation because they knew what had happened and they kept pressing him and they threatened him, have him arrested. So Caleb then admitted that he took the money and that he had it when he left Idaho Territory. Okay. Uh, but he planned to return the money to federal officials. Sure, right. At some point. At some point. But the investigators were like, well, this is a weird explanation because the money had been sent by federal officials to Idaho Territory, so we're not sure why you were bringing it back. Well, it <laughs> good point. Because it's to—it's sent there to go to the tribe. Yes. Not for you to... Money, well, you're not supposed to bring money back. But in I wanted it to have that cool East Coast accent. <laughs> Caleb could not explain why he had spent months partying in San Francisco... While he had the money, when there were actually federal officials in San Francisco okay. they could have given the money to. Let's say you do everything he did.
1: <laughs> How do you not have any lie in the chamber just ready to go? Like any decent lie instead of like, yeah, I was partying. <laughs> it was so fun. It's not I yeah. love San Fran. I love the East Coast too. I just hate Idaho. I love everything else. <laughs> I love to party, I really like partying. I don't know why he wouldn't have... He's like, I didn't do it. No, we know you did.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> <Ay-ah>. Guilty. <laughs> so he just, when they asked him why he hadn't given the money to federal officials in San Francisco, he just went, I... Because I, I
1: didn't. <laughs>
0: He said, "He said his plan was to bring it back to Washington D.C. Yes, and Wait, so why, did,
1: why would he bring it to D.C.?" Well,
0: that's where the federal officials are. But okay, but he had the, the money. Went to Idaho. Money went to Idaho. He picked it up. He took it to San Francisco. He's taking it on a tour. Now he's taking it back. Now he's taking it back D.C.
1: But didn't D.C. give him the money? Yep. So he's like, "Here you go." They're like, "That's for you." He's like, "No." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, could you stop making that noise?
0: It's the only way I get out of my weird decisions. <laughs> <laughs> so he said he told the investigators he had the money when he got on a train from San Francisco. <laughs>
1: what, now he's like an algebra question.
0: And then he put it under his pillow.
1: I think we know what happened. The money fairy. She turned it into teeth. That devil.
0: So he put it under his pillow while he was sleeping and then someone stole it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what? Shit, this is, uh, how much money are we talking about? Forty-six.
0: dollars $46, $46,000. Under his pillow. Under his pillow. He's like, I'm sleeping. I mean,
1: you're like, you're like standing up at that point. You're just like, Ugh. I put it under my pillow. I don't know what happened. How could it have, I was so comfy.
0: Right under my pillow I was. Uh, for some reason, they didn't believe this.
1: <laughs> I mean, you have months to come up with your reason. I think it was a
0: pillow problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Caleb was never prosecuted. Terrific. Uh, it's very possible that a huge trial would have been an embarrassment for too many people and it's not like the money could be recovered because Caleb had spent it. No, Dave. He slept it away. (laughs) Uh, On April 20th, 1867, Lewiston officially became part of Idaho. Sorry. There's got to be someone from there here tonight. Is anybody from... You are? Well, they're taking a lot of shit from this fucking crowd. Oh, okay. So even people who live there are like, it sucks there. It's shit. Yeah, people who live there are like, it's fucking garbage. We should get it out of here. Okay, well, come to Lewiston. It's a shit town. Lewiston, a place to avoid. Uh, So, but anyway, it officially became part of Idaho when the Senate finally ratified a new treaty. Uh, But still, everyone had just acted like it was part of Idaho the whole time, so no one... When well, the New York Times uh, ran uh, when... Sorry, Caleb died in uh, 1875. He choked on bullshit.
1: What did he die of? Just being a fucking asshole. The doctor?
0: He was a huge prick. He's no longer with us. Uh, when well, the New York Times ran an obituary on him. It repeated the story of him stealing the money just like it was a fact. Okay. Uh, evidently, it did from what he intended. He was never prosecuted. The Like I said, the, the reason was because... Too,
1: and, many, too many, many people would
0: get hurt. Uh, so he dies in 1875. It's kind of the same way we prosecuted the bankers. Yeah, it really is. Mm, but there would be so many problems if we didn't. And you know, there's no way they're like, "Let's make up for the money and give it to the tribe." They were just <laughs> yeah. like, "Hey, no, yeah. sorry, hey, sorry." You know, one of the- <sighs> your gripe is not with us;
1: it's with betting. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck just happening here.
0: Uh, so, the Idaho Statesman obituary stated he should have died in prison. Idaho became a state in 1890 that does not mean gem of the mountains so the the moral is, is that just steal money and you're uh, fine. Have the, important friends because he wasn't the only. There was another guy I left out who also had stole money and just left, and they're like, bah. earlier before he became a territory. You know, uh, I'm going to go out and minutes.
1: get cigarettes. Okay. Oh, our governor. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean,
1: yeah, it is. Uh, it's weird because this country doesn't really have much of a history of white people getting away with everything.
0: Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I feel Sorry, like there's what the a, fuck I was I feel that. like I'm talking to Twitter. I mean, where did that come from? Uh, that's just really Betting? Like this... Bedding? G- general bedding. You bastard. It's just so general like all white people are bad like <laughs>
1: And that's not even that's not even the truth. It's just most bad people are white.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think we can meet in the middle there. Okay, argument, argument, <laughs> argument accepted.
1: <laughs> um, well, shit. Congrats on being the capital. It seems pretty easy. Uh, we want to thank you guys so much for coming out. We really appreciate it, truly. Had a great time. Love your city. Gobble, gobble. Uh,
0: the main source uh, for today's episode was Speaking Ill of the Dead Jerks in Idaho History by Randy Stapoulos. Uh, also, use Those Dirty Scoundrels Stole the Capital by Seth Preston who in the Tribune. Uh, capital Mover Theft by Royce Williams. Cable Line The Great Train Robbery by Dirk Langveld. Uh, in Sh- Mountain Shadows A History of Idaho by Carlos A. Schwantes. Uh, James Haddock's History of Jefferson County, New York, 1793 to 1894. Uh, Los Angeles Herald, uh, Wikipedia, uh, cemeteries, com. And History of Idaho, Leonard J. Arrington. I believe that's volume one. There you go. Bye.